today's the day where we begin again. Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Well, it's warming up here in northern Indiana. Uh, It was, I think, yesterday a balmy 38 degrees, which felt glorious after all the cold weather. So it's kind of nice, even though it, it feels like one of those slushy, yucky, gray wet winter days where it's kind of like not a pristine snowy oh it feels chilly and crisp as you walk it's just like slogging through the slush so you feel kind of damp uh most of the day kind of like drizzled yesterday it was not pleasant but i assume it's balmy down there it's turned to rain and fog here so yeah it's super foggy super foggy Ugh. Well, you don't sound too chipper. Is it because you haven't spoken yet today or? Could be. I'm getting there. <laughs> I've worked a lot in the last 48 hours, so. Oh, yeah? I'm still waking up. I get it. I get it. Well, hey, Scott, uh, last time we were talking, I don't even know if you remember, but uh, when we were off the air, we were kind of talking about, you know, not resolutions because we all <laughs> don't like those kind of resolutions things, but uh, that you were talking about getting healthy and. You said you kind of were not resolving. You were starting a new year being healthy. Why don't you tell us about that? Maybe it'll motivate some of us as we start this lucky day. Uh, do you want me to tell the fun story? That tell the story. That? Tell oh, the good. Story. Uh, I don't remember. I, I feel like I've told this before, but maybe I haven't told it on air. My son's birthday was on the 30th of December, and he wanted to go to Waffle House. So we went to Waffle House for breakfast. And then he wanted to have pizza for dinner and we had pizza for dinner and we had ice cream and all kinds of junk food. I don't know. My daughter might have baked cookies or something too. I don't know. Anyway, I stuffed myself that day and either I'm just old and weak and sad or <laughs> something because somewhere or in all there, of the above. <laughs> somewhere in there. I either just ate so much or I stretched weird or a combination of the two. But I pulled the muscles in my abdomen. (laughs) And it really just sounds funny to think I just ate so much that I pulled the muscles in my abdomen. Yeah. We all saw Willy Wonka when, (laughs) you know, when Violet Beauregard (laughs) popped all the buttons on her outfit because she was swelling up. So we get it. It was something like that. But I, I felt like I had kind of maybe re-injured my surgical wounds, which is weird because my surgery was back in August on my abdomen for fixing a hernia. Um, And there were three surgical incisions there. But I mean, I I was up all night that night because I could not get comfortable. It was just painful. I felt like I I had just had surgery again, Mm. which was really not fun. you keep repeating to yourself? I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Well, I, no, because I wasn't sure that it was that yet. Mm. I basically, in addition to being 
you know, in pain, I was worried that I was dying of something. And so I was Googling things to find out what I might have that would cause this. Thankfully, I checked lots of things off the list quickly because I wasn't, you know, vomiting. I had no blood anywhere. and wasn't, yeah. uh, I didn't have a high fever or anything. So uh, basically came to that rather unfortunate and sad conclusion that I had just eaten too much and, <laughs> and pulled a muscle somehow. So uh, you all can have a good laugh at me for that. So like any dad, what you, your logical solution was to just get a, to unknot your belt one notch. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, the, the good part about it was that during that time when I was worried about what I might have and when everything was uncomfortable, I didn't really feel like eating much. So I basically just had a little bit of protein that day. And that's kind of how I need to start back into the, uh, the low carb diet thing that I was aiming to start with again is I sort of need to stumble into it and just have a day where I don't eat any carbs. So I found myself in that situation going, Oh, well, I guess I could start dieting now. And so I did, and I'm back on the low carb thing and I'm down like 11 pounds as of this past weekend. So that's That's a good feeling. Always takes a little motivation of thinking you're dying right. to to get you back into gear. Yeah. So now if I can do that like eight more times to lose the weight I want to lose and be down to my ideal weight, we'll see. But you know, yeah. I got a long way to go. And I just I know I don't want to feel like the way I've felt recently any longer. So you know well, that's that's a good motivator. Yep. Well we'll check in from time to time and right. guilt you into seeing if you're still doing it. <laughs> Good. So you have mentioned it now to all of us. Yes. So pray for me. <laughs> my resolutions. I mean, my my resolutions are just. I wasn't in very re- resolutionary uh, mode this year, but the one I have is I'm going to try to remember to put water softener salt in the water softener. And I know there are some listeners in different parts of the country. I didn't know this, but I guess do you have a water softener, Scott? No. Okay, that apparently that not all people have water softeners. Right. I thought it was every house in America had a water softener, but apparently only like the Midwest or the upper Midwest has water softeners. But as soon as ours runs out of salt, we can taste it. I mean, you can taste it feels harder. Yeah. Um, it's it's a silkier, smoother water when it comes out more like city water, I guess, because it's on a well. But when it comes out, it doesn't necessarily change things like make them rusty, but you can taste it right away. It just feels harsher. Yeah, well, like if you wash your hair, it doesn't make soap bubbles the same way. Uh, so when you're washing your hair, it's not the same. And I'm kind of okay with it. You know, when it does, I'm like, oh, I need to get some salt one of these days. Because you got to go, you know, get four heavy bags of salt. And then you got to carry them in. And then the boys, you know, have them loaded in and. But I'm always one. Well, I guess since it's a, my wife even told me that's a blue job. And have we talked about that pink jobs and blue jobs in the past? Yes, we have. So if you've listened for very long, you know that at our house, the girl jobs, we call pink, pink jobs. And it's a little foggy on what exactly a pink job is. Um, And if you've got a problem with it, tough. Uh, If you're some mom who's listening and says, wow, that sounds sexist. It is. 
you know so uh trust me they get the better end of the deal in this because almost really everything ends up being a blue job <laughs> exactly everything they don't want to do is a blue job yes so water softener salt is a blue job and uh she made it clear and it really bothers her because it like when she takes a shower if she doesn't take off her rings it kind of turns them orange you know i mean they just kind of turn and so i'm gonna try i've tried in the past you know i try to like the top of the month i go get you know but my reminders are like i'll try to remember so i'm gonna put it in my phone which i've tried to do that before with zero success but i'm gonna try it again and so i'm gonna try to be a little more diligent not for myself but for the loved ones in my life try to remember to do the salt before it runs out. So if I did it at the beginning of the top of the month, I should be okay. I believe they have that. Well, I know they have water softeners in some parts of Ohio. I always thought that was kind yeah. of a rural thing. Like if you weren't maybe, in maybe a, it is. towards a metropolis, you, you had to do that stuff. Yeah. If you have, if you have city water, you don't need a water softener. Yeah. But if you have a well, and again, not all wells and all over the country, you have to have a water softener. Huh. Maybe we should, maybe this would be a good call-in thing. So if you have a water <laughs> softener and you're like somewhere far away from Indiana, let me know. I'd be happy to hear that. Well, a couple uh, things I was just going to mention. I had a dinner with uh, a family man, Chris Wagoner, and his wife, Kelly, and my wife, and it was so much fun. It was just so encouraging to uh, talk to someone who's on the team and I was encouraged because we went we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and uh, I'd never eaten in a Buffalo Wild Wings before. Now I've had, in fact, as I said that, I just remembered I did eat there one time with my son somewhere on the road, but that was just for full disclosure. <laughs> um, um, but uh, every once in a while, like on a celebration or if it's Tuesday night, which I think they have like buy one, get one. To, we'll bring in some boneless wings on a special occasion um, on the special deal night. But I'd never actually, I didn't think I'd been in the thing. But Chris was telling me that uh, he listens to the show and he was saying, oh, yeah, you mentioned someone has dates every Tuesday night. He has a date with his wife every Tuesday night. And you know how long he's done it? As long as they've been married. Wow. Um, yes. And I just think, what a what a great thing. You know, which is like all of life and parenting and fathering. You know, what, what do they say? Uh, the best time to plant a tree is 100 years ago. Yes. And the second best day is today. You know, the best time to start those, like we talked about dating dating our wives last week. The best time to start those traditions are really, the, you know, the day you get married. And the second best time is right now. Because, and I will say, like, dads, if you're a young dad, start that now. Because it's a lot easier because life does get busier. Life gets harder, you know. And I know someone will say, yeah, but when your kids are all grown and, yeah, well, that might work out. It didn't work out for us. Um, you know, ours just got busier and busier. But for Chris and his wife, it was like they started this thing. And it was just easy to continue. And it was a priority. Everybody knew it. They did have parents who lived real close by, so they had that, in, you know, it worked out perfect with them. They didn't have to get a babysitter, um, and now, of course, their kids are don't need a babysitter. But I just think 
again, it's maybe kind of like that resolution. Once you start something, it gets a little bit easier. And I know some dads, including this dad, and I know Scott feels it sometimes, sometimes you feel so far behind the ball, you think you're never going to be able to catch up. I want to welcome a new dad, a new dad listener, Kevin. Um, he had written and uh, he just said, hey, could you sign me up for your uh, newsletter? So I'm hoping he's going to listen to this. And But he wrote, he's kind of signed his name and he wrote a bad dad, you know, and I wrote him back and I said, hey, join the bad dad team because I'm the baddest of <laughs> the daddest, you know, uh, because we're all bad dads. Amen. Um, and I know he doesn't believe that. He believes, you know, like he's, he's the worst because I don't know. And I don't know anything about him, but I know lots of other dads and we all feel that way, especially if we've gotten into some habits, maybe over years and, and maybe we found ourselves in a situation where we have kids who are freaking out and we have a wife who doesn't like us very much, but that's where the phrase comes you to dad, you know, that, uh, this is the second best time to start again today. And so, Kevin and any other dads are listening, including me, suck it up and keep going, okay? This is, today's the day where we begin again, which is, which is a good thing. Right on. I'll do that too. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I do feel that. Don't you feel that way, Scott, when you hear somebody who's like, oh, yeah. whatever it is, oh, yeah, we're retiring and I'm 43, <laughs> you know, because... I have saved my, you know, or yeah. <clears throat> Dave Ramsey will say, oh, you can have six gajillion dollars if you start, if you've saved, you know, $14 by the time you're 19 you, and in the bank, it will <laughs> compound and you'll be a billionaire. He does say Well, you that. know, and when you're listening to that and you're whatever, 54 or 43, you're like, oh, wow, I only have $14 in my bank account now. And, you know, you just have to kind of go where, where you're at, you know. Um, and it can be a little overwhelming just to think those things. So I'm still praying for that camel. Which camel? <laughs> I remember as a child at some. You're praying for a camel? Some church event. This guy sang this song, Praying for the Camel. And it's from the verse about the rich man getting into heaven. Right. It's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. And so the song was like, you know, he wants to be a rich man and still get into heaven. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, I, I'm not there yet, but I'm praying for that. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend who was like, Todd, could you just pray that I wouldn't desire riches, but that God would give them to me anyway? There you go. And I was kind of like, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of weird dads out here, you know? <laughs> I like the honesty of dads. Yes. So. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail your thoughts there. <laughs> no, you didn't derail my thoughts. And by the way, Scott, have you been able to, can you smell that in the air? You know what it is, right? It's fix it or finish it. Uh, it's not there yet, is it? It's getting close. That's why we're not going to talk long about it. But I'm telling you, I can smell it because I got some things I need to attack. And I'm kind of like putting them off like, what? Well, I would work on it now, honey, but. You know, it's not February. I'm having mild PTSD. <laughs> that might not be that mild because, like, the last couple of Februarys have been. You don't get to do pretty that. Difficult. You, you can't say, "Well, we fixed our basement." <laughs> <laughs> that was in 1947. Oh, 
Uh, no, no, we don't, year, dads don't get, no, it doesn't count. Last year at this time, I was unable to sit where I'm sitting right now because our basement was being destroyed. And then my father-in-law nearly died and went to the ICU. And then Henry was born and, you know, the rest of the year is just a blur of trauma. <laughs> and We have a new response in our house. It's such a kind, I mean, my boys have kind of started it. Did you ever watch, uh, oh, you never saw the 8-Bit Christmas, did you? No. Um, and you're really missing out. But at one point, the dad looks over at the son and he goes, cry in a bucket, Jake. <laughs> cry in a bucket. You know, and so now my, you know, if we started complaining, one of my sons will go, cry in a bucket, Jake. <laughs> so Scott, nice. you know, as you're talking about your basement, you know what I was going to say. Uh, cry in a bucket. Uh, because you don't get a, you don't get a count. Not feeling very appreciated here, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Join the crowd. Yes. We should march on Washington and call ourselves the unappreciated. Because that's what dads do. We don't get appreciation. You know what we get instead? Condemnation. Because here's what you do. You take out the trash. Yep. 52 weeks in a year. You take them out 51 weeks out of the year. Nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. You just take out the trash can. But then, because you were making merry or whatever the night before, you forget to take out that trash can one time. And then do you know what those around you say? Why didn't you take out the trash? Now we got to have all this trash and it's got to overflow. You know, nobody ever says we don't get appreciation. We only get the opposite. But we're okay with it because we're. The dads. I'd like to take issue with the being okay with it part. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like some reconsideration here. I'm not you sure know, I'm okay Scott. with all this. <laughs> Cry in a bucket, Jake. Uh, Cry in a bucket. All right. You know we don't get we don't get no appreciation. <laughs> all right. That, that was uh, that uh, was Pink Floyd, right? Oh. Uh, I was going to say, I'll give you a dollar if you know who it was. Ooh, and I did know, right? No. Who was it? I can't get no satisfaction. Come yeah. on. That's the Rolling Stones. No, 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 no. That's the, where the kids, teacher, yeah. leave those kids alone. Yeah, that's Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's all right. We don't get no appreciation. Oh, I was that's like what you were trying to say? Oh, I yeah. thought you were going for, I don't get no, I can't get no satisfaction. No. no. Okay. Well, so we're mixing right. our musical references here. Yes. Well, uh, who was it that sent us the, the T-shirt design for Pink Floyd? I do not remember. Didn't you get one? I thought they sent it to both of us. I thought it was either Howard or Caleb, but it was a picture of a T-shirt with Floyd the Barber from uh, Andy Griffith, <laughs> and it said something, uh, the original Pink Floyd. So. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Anyway, so we have a birthday coming up on Thursday. Hudson turns five. Woo. I know. Happy I'm birthday, amazing. Hudson. You know what is shocking to me? I mean, I don't know if you feel this way, Scott. And I know you don't feel it as strongly as I do because I've got issues. But um, I feel that passage of time for my own kids super, super strong. You know, where I'll see one of my kids. I'm like, I can't believe you're, you've gotten that old. Or I'll see a, a an old picture we have a thing called the skylight. I don't know if you've seen these, Scott, but it's really an amazing thing. A great present for old people in your life, but we have one and I love it. Um, it's basically, a, a look. it's an iPad in a frame 
and they just sell it as they invented it. But people can send emails to it and our pictures to it. So, you know, you just, yeah. so my parents have one, Debbie's mom has one and we'll just send pictures there and they show up there. Does yours work? It always works. We had one of those and it always crashed. <laughs> I could never oh, really? keep it working. Yeah. I don't was know what brand. Was it a skylight though? No, it was some Walmart knockoff, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is not a this is a service you have to you have to buy it through them. Oh, good gravy. Another um, service I gotta pay for. Yeah. No, you don't have to do it monthly. You just pay a one time fee. It's like and they're not cheap. I think with the iPad, you might get a used one, you know, for like eighty bucks. So you get a couple of your brothers and sisters to go with you when you buy it for your parents. But I love it, but it's got all these old pictures. So, you know, what, every once in a while, I, I'll see an old picture and I'll take a picture of it with my phone, you know, <laughs> off somebody else's screen. And then I send it to my screen. That's such an old person thing. <laughs> wow. And I take a picture of your laptop. <laughs> That's a cool picture. I can send it to you. You can do that. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so I'll do that. And, uh, but there are times when I look at those pictures and I'm like, man, I can't even remember Abe looking that way. Yeah. Or I can't remember. I, I forgot Cal was so small or Ben had short hair. or, And I feel that kind of passage of time. And I think, you know, while that time is over, I mean, I, again, you can see all the stuff in my the background of my office. But I've got pictures and doodads and stuff strung everywhere. Right now, I'm looking at a pair of Buzz Lightyear socks that are white with a little Buzz Lightyear kind of applique on the side with green toes and heels, and they're worn out. And they probably would fit about a five-year-old. And I can remember we bought them for Ike, you know, and I can remember when we bought them and all that happened. And he wore them every single day, and now they're stapled to my wall. And, uh, just as a, maybe not a reminder of the passing of the time, but a reminder. So I didn't forget that moment. And I'm starting to feel him with my grandkids because, uh, every Thursday we watch, um, Ben and Rissa's kids as they have a small group. Um, and again, you know, talking about one of those things that they started early, they've been a part of a small group with the same people since they got married. So I'm almost going on nine years and, uh, you know, my wife and I, we never had that. And, it, and just I can see the benefit of it. But so every Thursday night, we watch the kids and um, we put them to bed. And, and sometimes I'll do that when it's cold. You know, I, I am the one who comes over and puts them to bed. And then I sit here with them while they're asleep or, and watch something on TV uh, until their parents come home. And I was just thinking about Renly as she was getting ready. She is now seven. Wow. Yeah, no, she's going to be seven, which is just shocking to me. And Renly was, you know, when she was from about three to five, she would wear a princess dress wherever she went. I mean, she has them all. She has Tiana's and Ariel's and Bell's and and she would just always wear them. And always, you know, she would put a ta uh, her blankie, you know, wrapped around her head like a bandana, but it was real long and. And she would pretend that was Rapunzel's hair from Tangled. And but she just doesn't do that anymore. You know, she's past that. She's too old for that. And so now I'm feeling that passage of time or seeing that those chapters closed with, you know, my grandkids. And it's kind of a weird feeling. Weird feeling. I'm not um, there. Actually, yet, 
Uh, you're, I know, I know. You will be. That's you one, know, of the, you're, one of the blessings of having a traumatic birth for my first grandchild is like the further away from that that he gets, I'm so thrilled. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, he's he's not barfing as much tonight right. as he had right. been. but And he's happier quickly, yeah. you know. Anyway, he's a happy yeah, kid and he's lots of fun. He was roaring with laughter last night and really? cracking so us fun. all up. But he's just like, ah. We're like, okay, Harry. It, it just changes things. When you have a baby in the house, yes. it's like you've kind of forgotten how much that adds uh, where everybody kind of just gathers around and looks at him, yep. you know, as he spits and, <laughs> you know, drools and looks at you. That's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. So. But anyway, I was going to, I also wrote in my Family Man Weekly today that my memory tree fell over this week. Your memory tree? Maybe you haven't been around long enough, Scott, that you don't know. Tell us the story of the memory tree, Pops. Uh, You probably have, but I just don't remember. Well. (laughs) Ironically. (laughs) Ironically. The memory tree uh, is a tree. I wrote about it years ago. It's probably been 15 years ago. I'm going to look it up, actually. I had this tree in our yard. We've got these giant trees. I mean, big oak trees and hickory trees and I'm trying to think what other kind of trees, I a guess weeping willow? walnut trees, walnut trees. Uh, What'd you say? A weeping willow. I do have a weeping willow. That's All right. right. Um, but this tree broke off during a windstorm. It broke off halfway across the top, which is, you know, it was like it sheared off, which that doesn't normally happen to trees. And so I was like, Oh man, I was like bummed. And, then I decided, and I had all this stuff in my garage that my wife's like, you got to get rid of that. You cannot just, the thing, stuff is all over the garage. You have a broken sled, you know, part of it that you made for uh, for Sam and Ben when they were little, you know, and it's broken and rotted in spots. And I had all these things. And so I started to attach them to this tree, you know, just would screw them to the tree, nail them to the tree. And I called it my memory tree. tree. In fact, I carved a W in it you know, for Wilson. And I don't think I put the, I might've put the date on the back. Oh, I could go see. I think the date is on the back. And, uh, so over the years I would nail different things to it. I put my parents giant mailbox. I put that on the top thinking it would protect the core of it. But the last few years I've noticed that it's kind of rotted out where it meets the ground. And this past year, I mean, you could, you could put your arm all the way through it if you wanted to. And I knew it wasn't long. Uh, but my kids were outside playing in the snow last, you know, this past week. It fell and on one of them. No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and Jed said, dad, the memory tree is down. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm sorry. So um, I won't tell you uh, about this week's Family Man Weekly, but it's talking about, you know, keeping track of all those memories. I think if I tried that in my neighborhood, I'd probably be asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does look pretty trashy, but it was kind of way over on the side. So nobody ever really saw it. In fact, that we didn't even know it was down. So that's one of the great things about living out in the country. You can do that kind of stuff and nobody can you say can anything. Yeah, hillbilly and nobody <laughs> cares. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, we're uh, about out of time. Uh, Dad, I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're looking forward to a good weekend. It still feels a little bit, you know, kind of lazy. 
you know, we haven't really gotten into spring where it's warm enough to get outside and do a lot of work. So it kind of drives us indoors. So do some of that indoor stuff with your kids, you know, maybe do something special this week or like we talked about last week, maybe plan a, a date night with your wife. I'm going to invite my wife to go bowling. I know she's got to be shocked because she's got to go, why would you want to go bowling? And I'm going to have to try to talk her into it. But uh, again, you know, we're going to start planting the trees today um, because we didn't do it a long time ago. And if you're feeling like a bad dad, you're not. You're part of this great team where we all feel the same way. We all struggle to do the right thing and we blow it by not doing the right thing and we do the wrong thing but we never ever ever give up and do we get appreciation no we don't Write me a bucket jake and do it because you did that and that's our show for this week dad thanks for joining us for the family man show with todd wilson if you have a question for the show email todd at familyman at familymanweb.com if you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. What a great thing. You know, some because applause or something for that. Kind of didn't sound like applause. <laughs> it sounded like I was cleaning out my glasses. <laughs> um, but.